Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the long talk here on New Zealand Sports Radio. Don't forget to like the Facebook page and also you can listen to this if you're listening rather than watching on our podcast, search New Zealand Sport Radio on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, all your favourite podcatchers. Now today I've got an absolute cracker, a man who has medalled at the Commonwealth Games and is on track to go to the Olympics. Um, it's uh, Sam Odin. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Paul. Cheers. Yeah. Well, Odin, Odin. Um, get that right there. Um, so how did you um, get into, uh, in, into volleyball in the first place? Uh, I actually follow, followed my older brother. So I got two brothers, one younger, one older. Um, yeah, we played kind of everything um, growing up. And I don't really know what it was about volleyball, but uh, he kind of had a passion for it and we, and we followed along, being the younger brothers. Um, and then it was about, I guess, pretty good culture. Um, at our school and we developed a lot of uh, friendships uh, which still uh, friends today many have stopped playing volleyball but I know you've interviewed uh, Mike Watson yep he was one of those guys so it, it kind of was that good coaches good culture and uh, good friends that kind of kept us going well he, he, was yeah, saying, but, he was saying he got into it by um, uh, by, by sort of helping someone else train uh, and then the other person dropped out and he kept on going so um, yeah. So you got dragged in by your brother to help uh, help set him up for spikes and things. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a while ago. I don't know. I still don't know why we chose volleyball. Um, yeah, but I I mean we're competitive doing doing a lot of things, and uh, it's just one thing that stuck. Yeah. So it's I, kind of weird in New Zealand, you know. It's like you you pick up a lot of you you wouldn't expect volleyball to be your first thing, but we were doing everything. We, we did athletics and ball sports, but we grew up with our mother. Uh, she wasn't so keen on us playing rugby. Rugby was pretty big in our family, um, but she was kind of against that, so that took that out of the picture. Um, well, so, yeah, so saying it's big, uh, your, your, uh, your, your granddad was an All Black, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, he passed away before I got to meet him, so, uh, but uh, from all accounts, he was, he was a great guy, and that was uh, before they were kind of fully professional, so he was yeah. kind of a farmer first, and 
um, and All Black second. But uh, yeah, I've got a lot of good sporting uh, talent in the family across a, across a, a wide range. But he's probably the notable mention for sure. Oh, so, so, so other other people who've who've repped in, for, for different sports in New Zealand. Yeah, tennis. Uh, tennis is pretty big in our in our family. Um, cricket as well. They're all kind of cricket mad. But uh, I mean, I'd say within representative roles, it would be more in junior, and then they kind of went on. Uh, kind of thinking of my uncles and aunties yep. um, to to yeah careers and behind a desk. Normal lives. Um, yeah. The, <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, your 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 older brother Edwin, and then your younger brother Ben. So you've you've, you've all played uh, top level uh, volleyball. Did you did you all start off straight into into beach volleyball, or did you or was was indoor your introduction? Uh, it, was, it was a bit of both. We actually started on a, a kiwi fruit line playing over there. Um, so we had kiwi fruit in our backyard, so we just had like kind of the wire. So it was backyard, I guess, was the was the start. Um, but then it was it was into indoor pretty quick and and beach at the same time. It was, it was it was both. I mean, we played indoor during the winter and beach during the summer. It's kind of how it went. Yeah, I mean, when you say backyard volleyball, I mean, one of the things I've noticed when I head down the beach is you quite often see people playing uh, sort of tag or touch rugby and then also volleyball. There's not much soccer going on. There's not much. Uh, I haven't had, don't really see beach cricket. It's either volleyball or um, uh, or, or, or rugby, and in that, yeah, it's just as many as people who want to be each side. Just as who's around, who wants to join in. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a super social sport, and um, I mean, whenever we see people playing down the beach, it's usually foreigners. Um, it's just it's it's bigger, generally like South Americans and, and Germans. Um, they're always kind of if if you see someone with the ball on the beach, chances are they're probably not Kiwis, <laughs> unless it's uh, unless it's us training. Um, so there's a there's a real mix of the sport, but it is really social. And I mean, we have our court set up down the beach, and it's always kind of used by uh, yeah a whole range of people. Yeah, Mike was saying you guys set up a, set up a court on uh, over there in um, in Tauranga, uh, and leave it up and just let anyone use it um, whilst you're obviously whilst you're not using it, and then take it down. Yeah. The um, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's semi permanent, uh, and the council. I think they kind of turn a bit of a blind eye. Uh, it's kind of part of the landscape now. Uh, and it gets a lot of use, which is really cool. I understand the council, they kind of want everything to be natural and the way it is. Um, but one beach volleyball court that gets used a lot and kind of doesn't get in the way of people. Um, yeah, don't think it's too much of an issue. So, yeah, as long as they're okay with it and uh, we're happy to have it there. Yeah, it's all about use and people people using the yeah the community facilities. Uh, it's good to get people out uh, and exercising mm-hmm. as well, so it's, it's good for people's um, sort of well-being uh, and all that. Totally. Kind of stuff. So, are you? Uh, so, you kind of talked about sort of a farming background. Would so? Are you actually from Tauranga or from uh, or from sort of we, a bit more rural? Yeah, yeah. We grew up here. We moved around a lot when we were kids, um, but generally we grew up on farms in Kiriwhi orchards, um, and we settled kind of into Puna, which was where our family. Uh, where our family are, but then as we were kind of 13, kind of get into high school, and mum was driving us kind of every day into our different like sporting, whatever it was, she was like, yeah, we need to kind of move closer to town. So then we moved, um, yeah, into Otomoto, and then, yeah, that's kind of where we were until we left home. 
um, at least with beach volleyball, there's not that much um, kit to cart around, unlike cricket or or if you're a goalkeeper in, in, in field hockey or something, then there's, there's a lot more stuff to throw in the back of the car. So at least you just have to throw a ball in. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's not so much where we, we did often forget things, shoes and uh, stuff like that. But, um, I mean, we'd practice before school uh, and sometimes we'd forget our school uniform or a spare pair of jocks or something like that. So uh, that always, uh, that wasn't so good. But, um, I mean, that's what teammates are forming. Everything got kind of crap a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah. I see a drum kit in the background there, and uh, is, is that a surfboard or a paddleboard? So you, you just like getting out on the water anyway, as well? Yeah, the drum kit's not mine. Uh, okay. It's uh, my little cousin's. But um, yeah, paddleboards, um, yeah, it's wicked. I mean, uh, surfing, paddleboarding. Paddleboarding is just easy to get out. Uh, we don't always have waves here, so uh, it's kind of easiest to have a paddle out. And uh, my, my uncle's so kind of right into it. So I get out with him now and then. It's it's nice to be on the water. I do love the water. Um, beach volleyball is good for that, but um, yeah, and it's uh, it's pretty low stress as well. Well, it sounds like uh, you're um, well at least you're you're, you're uh, isolating or bubbling with family. Um, I don't know if you live there as well, but you spend an awful lot of time on the road. Um, you've been doing this since what in two thousand and eight was your first international tournament. I look things over in the Hague. Um, so mm. since then you've been. What four to eight months time. of the year on on the on in the road on the road? Yeah, yeah, it's um yeah. I, I mean, it, it goes by pretty quick, and every year is kind of different. Um, we've had a, a pretty up and down kind of career with with injuries, and I played with a lot of different partners. Mike Watson, uh, a bit my younger brother earlier on, and then now we're back together. Um, but yeah, it is a lot of time on the road for sure. Um, so. You kind of make do as it goes. Um, I'm uh, engaged at the moment, so I mean that's that's something we kind of have to. My fiance and I is, is deal with, uh, and she still loves to travel. Um, so whenever I am away, maybe she'll come and see me for a month or two, and then we'll be away for a couple of months, and we just kind of make it work as it goes. Um, and we're both pretty easygoing, um, and uh, she's a great communicator. I'm always trying to. Yeah, uh, always yeah, do talk. Because, um, um, yeah, you're, you're, you're 29 at the moment. Uh, talking to Mike, he was like, you can play to your late 30s, early 40s if, you, if, you, uh, if you're earning enough, if you want to. Um, mm. So at the moment, you're still, it, it's, it's still the dreams keep playing? Or because uh, Mike was talking about maybe slowing down a bit? Um, it is, yeah. I mean... In New Zealand, it's it's a it's a tough one because I I think Mike touched on it a bit is you do a lot yourself, uh, and there definitely is a point in time uh, mentally, physically, uh, we have to kind of make that decision, and how long do I uh, do I keep playing uh, and kind of putting another career on hold, or or can I do some things while I'm still playing? So there's there is a lot to think about uh, playing beach volleyball uh, for New Zealand. Uh, it brings up a lot of questions, but for sure. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, my brother and I, we've, we've had some injuries recently that have stopped us kind of getting out. So we've done a lot of training and not much competing. So to be honest, it's, it's still a little bit of a question mark for Ben and how long it's going to take him to recover. This whole coronavirus was actually pretty good for us. Um, uh, it gave us more time. So, 
Yeah, we, we still have some goals and, and just getting out there and playing is a big one. Um, but I am conscious of, uh, of how long I am playing at the moment. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely have some goals and, and the Olympics are, are coming up. So I think we're in a pretty good position um, to to compete and, uh, and get a spot if we can. But as I say, it's, uh, it is a lot to do with the, my other half, my brother as well. Yeah, talking with Mike, you guys, you, the two of you... Um well, played for, for a couple of years together, sort of, sort of through um, uh, from about 2014 through to 2016, and mm-hmm. you had a really good 2015 where you guys both went to um, uh, the beach volleyball uh, is it World World Championships? Um, yeah, and that was your, your biggest sort of your biggest sort of prize day. But recently as well, you seem to be back back on the up. You've you've won your first ever gold on the on the world tour. On a, um, now, for people who are watching, there's there's one star, two star, three star, four star events. So this is a one-star, so kind of entry level, but still a gold mm. medal on that. You're on to stage three of Olympic qualification. You've got to be happy with how your form or how your results at least are going at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's about opportunity a lot of the time, you know. Um, and with any sport, you kind of need to be doing that kind of week in, week out. Um, and as, as a profession... Um, some weeks you're playing well, maybe some events you don't have, um, you're not playing so well. So the goal for, for Ben and I is and just be able to be on the tour week in, week out. Uh, and that's kind of when results come. I mean, what New Zealand has done typically in the past is uh, we would go out and kind of play three events and then the, the budget runs out and you kind of, you've just got into your, I guess, on your legs and then oftentimes you'll come home and then there's a big gap between the next tournament. So we have a lot of talented players here for sure. Uh, the guy I played with that one star was, I mean, I called him up a couple of weeks before me and we uh, went and played that one and ended up winning. Um, and it was like, we played well, you know? So um, yeah, for me, we have some great coaches that we work with um, really high level coaches that believe in us. Um, so performance wise, I felt like over the last couple of years, especially in the last, I guess, year that I've, I've definitely makes made some, uh, leaps forward, uh, but it's just about testing that internationally. That's kind of what we want to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems a bit, yeah. Um, as you say, you, you, you're mainly playing with, with, with Ben, but you've actually, you've, 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 you're, You've kind of whilst he's been injured, I, I'm assuming that's why you played with uh, Muller at um, in the Cook Islands, yeah. and why you played with um, Watson, Mike Watson, in the Olympic qualifiers. Uh, it's a big sort of paradoxical that actually you, some of your highlight results, if not necessarily your best performances, I don't know, because uh, sometimes obviously you're playing against somebody, so don't necessarily it's um, have actually come when you've had very, very 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 short turnarounds as, as to getting yeah 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 it is. Um, I mean, uh, I, I try to. Um, a big part of my game is trying to make the other guy playing that I'm playing with uh, play as best as he can. Um, I know if you talk to Waddy, we definitely had some some tough years at the end of our partnership. Um, but generally, uh, I mean, we, we've all played with each other a lot uh, here in New Zealand. So we know each other. Um, and a, a bit of thought goes into to who I kind of step on. From now going forward, uh, kind of... Ben, Ben's the guy for sure uh, that I do want to play with. Um, not taking anything away from Waddy, he's an ultimate competitor, um, and he's better to have on your side of the court than uh, than playing against him. But um, yeah, I think Ben's yeah. Well, it's it's pretty obvious he's uh, 
definitely the most talented player here in New Zealand. He's just had a bit of a rough, rough couple of years. Right. Um, now, are you uh, obviously, um, I'm assuming that you, you and your brothers are all are all kind of equally tall. I could be wrong. I've, I've, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, so uh, I know you're you're the blocker when you're playing with 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 um, with Wattie. Uh, does that role change when you're playing with Ben or when you when you played with Edwin, your brother? Uh, Eddie, our older brother's a little bit shorter. He's on this probably around six foot. I'm six, 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 seven, and Ben's about six five. So he's he's a little smaller, not by much. Generally, I'm still blocking with him. Um, it kind of gets pretty specialised. Um, but yeah, he he blocks a little bit. I mean, if it's if it's necessary. Um, so we can chop and change a little bit, but generally, yeah, that's that's definitely my role. Okay, so he's he is he is yeah, a, a specialist defender as well. I was wondering if you had yeah. if you had two two uh, two blockers and or whether you whether you had to change roles depending on who who you were partnering partnering with. Um, yeah, you do sometimes. You 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 definitely do. You make it work. And there's um, I mean, there's some parts of the game like you might swap sides with a partner or uh, with Ben. Maybe we'll swap and I'll go to he'll go to the net um, sometimes and I'll go to the net. So. You just kind of make it work, and you, you find what works well for your team. Um, but that's kind of the beauty of the game. You can you can switch around a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, having that versatility with the two of you is helpful. I mean, Mike talked about the fact that yeah, especially in deep sand, as a defender, you can get uh, you, you you can get pretty tired and do having to do a lot a lot of work. So if you can take a couple of points, where the other person steps forward and blocks for a couple of points to regain their breath, that mm. kind of stuff can can help. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. Guys. It's funny what he would say that because generally being a blocker is much harder than a defender, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that's pretty uh, pretty true across the board. I mean, we're jumping around and running to the net. These defenders just kind of standing there, and maybe they have to run one way and fall over, um, <laughs> lay down for a ball. So I think most most blockers would be spewing at him saying that defenders have a harder job. <laughs> okay, <laughs> maybe not then. Um, now one of the one of the one of the questions you laughed at when when you were watching it was was, was the mattress question. Now clearly, being well over six foot, um, traveling around uh, a lot of a lot of your tournaments are in Southeast Asia. Um, I know from 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 living in Hong Kong, Singapore, that the beds there aren't as long. How does uh, do you do you carry a mattress so you can sleep on the floor if the beds aren't long enough, or how do you how do you cope with with all those? I mean, we we. Uh... We put a lot of focus on travel, so air, airplanes, um, like sleep masks and uh, kind of what we eat and, and staying hydrated and moving around to make sure that when we get to places, we're in a as best kind of possible um, and then kind of stretching and warming into the tournament uh, before we're there. But uh, sleeping has never really been an issue. Um, I mean, if we have air conditioning and we have like some blackout curtains, then that's we're pretty much set to go. I mean, all over Asia, the the beds are a little bit harder uh, than what you find um, or what I'm used to. So, I mean, my, my feet just fall off the end anyway, so <laughs> it's not too much of a difference. Um, I guess just the temperature and the light, those are two things we we can control uh, and we, we make sure we, we uh, yeah, get a room with, with get a good air con, uh, yeah. Yeah, very true. Yeah, that it can get very hot, um, especially. So, I mean, last year, for example, you're in uh, yeah Langkawi in April, um, Thailand uh, in April as well, and China in um, 
in Japan then in, in May. Yeah, it can get very hot at those times of years. Uh, yeah, it's, it's stupid hot. It's, um, I mean, I'll be on court sometimes just thinking, like, why, why are we doing this? It's like the hottest time you'll be in Thailand where you'd just be on a beach with a beer and we're on the court competing. Um, you're just dying. It, it sometimes stops to become volleyball and it's kind of survival of the fittest. Um, but uh, it's funny, the last one when we played, it was usually in Asia, we play against um, Asian teams who are very good in the heat. And I've, and we're always the, the worst country. The last one we played, it was an international event with a lot of Europeans and they were there and um, they were just, everyone was dying. And we're like, oh, okay, we've actually kind of adapted a little bit to this heat. It is, it's not just us. Yeah. Um, and I was talking with your... Um with TM, who's the the the, uh, the CEO of uh, uh, Volleyball New Zealand, um, she talks about the whole atmosphere and the culture um, being a very fun, a lively, loud culture. What kind of uh, are you someone that, that likes all that noise and feeds off it, or is that something, or do you find uh, are you, are you someone that actually just senses on your game uh, and, and can uh, yeah distractions? It's interesting. I mean. Like in terms of loud and um, that kind of is the culture across across the world. Um, but then bringing that to New Zealand, I mean Kiwis are pretty reserved. Um, it's hard to get a clap out of a lot of people, um, probably including myself. And I'm on the on the sidelines. Um, it, it kind of goes up and down. I, I do like it for sure. Um, but if you were to put me centre court, which is the big grandstands, um, I'd probably rather be on the one court over. Um, which is generally the people who love the game, who have an interest in the game, and less the, all the antics and stuff around the game, you know, that just, I guess, uh, it's, it's fun playing in that environment um, in front of people that, that are there to watch volleyball. Um, I mean, I, I love the other side too. I love the DJs and the music, and, and, and it's all cool, and it's fun and games, and, but I guess as a purist of the sport, um, those are generally games that are, are great to watch uh, and are good to be a part of, yeah. Actually, yeah, because I was talking with um, Livia McDonald uh, and she said, yeah, she, she really loves all the noise and the atmosphere, it, it gets her up. And then her partner, um, Francesca Kerwin, who, uh, she's very different. She like, right, I just focus on the game and I don't notice all that kind of stuff. I, I'm, mm -hmm. she, she's just, so it's, yeah, it's just interesting how different athletes react it's, differently to it, that's all. Yep. That's wicked, yeah. I mean, like, I've played in some massive stadiums, um, and it's, it is wicked. It's, uh, it, your nerves go, for sure, uh, when you're, you're walking in. And, but then the, the crowd and the atmosphere, I think, especially the Commonwealth Games, like, that was a really cool atmosphere. Uh, and I think my, my younger brother really, if you were to put us two together, I think he really uh, he got involved in the crowd. Um, and loved it, and I mean that was that was awesome. It is cool being like that spectacle, and um, so yeah, I, I do enjoy it. But uh, I mean, when it's game time, it's game time. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Cool. Um, now you talked there about that all that hydration and stretching and preparation. How important is it for you to have a set routine before each game, um, and, or, or how and how flexible are you? Because I know some 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 people really like to have the have the same routine before each game and mm. check their notes stretch the same way uh, others uh, are less are less um, regimented 
If you talk to my coach, I'd say it's very important for me. Um, I'm generally virgin on the relaxed side of things. Um, and I, I kind of know how I'm feeling, what I need to get ticked off. Uh, there's a couple of things. And it's it's more of a feeling. Yeah, d- definitely I have a routine. you got to have a routine. Um, but it's, it's you kind of know as an athlete how you're feeling going into the game. You're kind of in that flow and you're, you're ready, you know. Uh, but in saying that, it's good to have a kind of checklist that you do go through. Um, but whether it's like, say, 10 max jumps or I'm doing five because it's the, the third game of the day or something like that, you know, it's uh, it's there as a base, but then it's more of a guide than a, a checklist. Because what I would say, he was having to, having, to, having to rush around before some games, switching on cameras here, switching off cameras there. Um, was that what you left him to do while you kind of <laughs> you're more I mean that's that's a thing that we have to do for sure um I had one crazy one crazy situation in China I was playing with a guy and uh we'd been talking about fasting intermittent fasting and he was a younger guy so I think he uh, I'll do it on maybe off days or something maybe on a, on the trip going um and he took it to heart and so we we're playing in China in the morning a game if we lost we would have uh been out of the tournament and uh yeah, before the tournament, uh, it was five minutes before match started, and he tells me, oh, I'm, I'm really hungry. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I didn't eat this morning. I've been fasting. <laughs> so I just, I'm running, ran around to find another a woman's team and uh, found some almonds and just made them eat them. Um, and we played, it was hot as hell, won the first set, lost the second. He ran out of steam real bad, and we ended up losing the third. So, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty tough to take. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the question was about hydration and stuff. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely in those environments, it's super important. Oh, the question uh, was more around prep, but it's, it, it is interesting, prep. as you say, that um, fasting is becoming one of those, uh, it's become more popular recently, but on game day, you really have got to, you've got to fuel up, um, you've got to carb. Uh, a bit like, I mean, not to the same extent that marathon runners do, like have a massive bowl of pasta the day before, but mm-hmm. like and carb load. But there's got to be, yeah, you've, you've got to fuel your muscles. Um, Definitely. I mean, there's like, there's the being healthy in a general, uh, general population kind of standpoint, and there's a performance aspect to it as well. And I think now that nutrition is is quite um, on everybody's mindset, it seems to be in the last kind of five years, that it can get easy to. Uh, uh, be like, oh, I don't want sugar or something. Um, but you got to realize you're going to burn that pretty quick as you're playing. So it took me a bit of learning and practice as well because it's it's an area that I'm kind of interested in. Um, but I mean, there's no substitute for for fuel. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's that two things. There's that eating for. I mean, it's maybe off season and you're not training or or, uh, or travel, and then there's eating to perform and train. So it's a pretty clear distinction. So how how long is it did it take you to, to sort of get to know your body um, around these sort of I mean, things? It's, yeah, it's kind of ever evolving. Um, I got my genes tested when I was pretty young, uh, which helped out. But uh, it was cool because a lot of the things that came up in those tests uh, were things you kind of already had feelings about yourself. You kind of know, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I do this and that. Um, but it's it's an evolving process, obviously, as well. And as as I get older, and I deal with uh, kind of ongoing as well, is 
how I adapt my training situation and load. And I mean, cause some guys like, I think Mike Watson would be a good example is someone who just can train, train, train. And, and that's how he's kind of got better, uh, gets better. Uh, and some athletes where me, myself, I need a little bit more rest um, and in between practices. So maybe where I'm practicing like four times a week um, and then what he's practicing six times a week, you know, and he's just going nuts and that quality can remain the same for him. For me, I've definitely found less is more and I can really have that attention and that quality and that and those hours that I'm at the at the beach. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, so, so how much of it is now pure performance and how uh, do you actually ever play for fun? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, I do all the time. Um, yeah, I had, a, I had a little bit of time off last yeah, Maui for two months um, with my fiance sister, and uh, I was playing every week just for fun on the courts there. But I'll go down and, and play, and, and my brother gets annoyed at me for doing it because he's very professional. And I mean, he a lot of time he's he's not able to play because he's been injured. So and he sees me just going, kind of having fun. And no, I love it. I'll I'll keep playing for a long time. Um, yeah, still definitely love playing. So the because. Yeah, there's, there's there's quite a community down there in in Tarong, isn't it? Because I mean, what I was talking about the fact that yeah, on Tuesday evenings there's a whole bunch of courts that get set up um, for, for for social volleyball. So for people who live in Tarong and want to give it a go, they can head down to the, the, there are, there's, there's plenty of opportunities down there. Yeah, there are, and I mean if the the courts out there now. Um, if it gets too busy, I'll stop promoting it. But um, I mean, Wadi does a good job too. He has a has a club and uh, coaches. Uh, some kids, and I'm, I'm sure um, adults if they need tips. But yeah, that Tuesday night's been going for for a while, and uh, it's good kind of business house slash social. Yeah. Now, as you say, as we've said that, um, well, as I, I sort of mentioned with, with on, on some other coach, the the prize money that you guys get, so a that that beach volleyball, so the the, the world championship was, was a big one for you. Um, it's um, at, when you got you won two thousand four hundred dollars. But um, the prize money for that one star event, for example, that you, I mean, as, as winners, you got $500. Um, and that's, uh, that doesn't go very far when you're talking about flying out to these events. I know you get put up you know, at the event, you get given, you get hotels and things. Um, so what do you do to earn money outside of volleyball to, to keep it going? Yeah, I mean, the, the obvious answer is um, I'm not playing volleyball to, to get rich. Um, and I think that's the case for most players. Um, I mean, in some federations and countries, they'll get salaries, uh, so it is a little bit more doable. But in the very rare that people are making a lot of money playing uh, playing beach volleyball, some some are doing well for sure. Um, but we 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 make some good money in Asia, which is not on their list. I think you're looking at. Um, so Ben and I have done pretty well um, earlier on in our careers. Um, and uh, that's always a good tell up. But yeah, so what I do otherwise, I have a uh, commercial videography business. So this is the office that I'm in at the moment. And Ben and I, we do marketing, um, some digital marketing. We kind of, they work together a little bit. And that's stuff that I can do while I'm on the road, um, editing and stuff like that. So that works pretty well. Um, and then when we have situations like this, it means I've still got something to do. Um, apart from like having all my eggs in one basket, so I've done a lot of jobs over the years. Um, but this is kind of what I've uh, 
sit on. Uh, yeah, and it uh, goes pretty well. Okay. Um. Uh, shout out for your kind of agency, or what? 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 What, how, what you call yourselves? I'm actually changing my name at the moment. Uh, so. I'm, I'm busy enough, so I don't really need to do okay, any, sorry, any, any cool. more work at the moment. Yeah, um, yeah, but no, it is. It's perfect. Um, it, it, it is really well, and it's kind of a, another passion of mine. Um, and I mean, that's kind of a, I guess, a gift from playing in New Zealand is you have to develop other skills. You can't just be like a beach volleyball athlete. You can't just be a full-time athlete. You have to do other things. So, um, so it's nice. I mean. You asked the question before of um, the time where you're going to stop playing volleyball. And, I mean, being able to have something to go to, it kind of makes it my decision. Instead of, I never want to be kind of holding on, holding on, holding on, because I have nothing to do. Mm. No, that's good. And I, I'd say the um, videography thing and the editing side would be kind of useful. As you say, you have to, when you travel, you travel just the two of you. Um, you don't have a coach with you, you don't have a video analyst or a masseur or all that kind of stuff. Um, so ha having to set up those cameras, uh, edit it so you can sort of have little um, opponents' packages that you can quickly review um, would all be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's all a good skill to have as well. So, so it helps on the on the, so the playing side as well as actually having yeah. a separate income as well. Yeah, and our coaches, we have uh, our head coach, he's uh, he's German, he's in Germany, and uh, our assistant coach is in Australia. So, <laughs> I mean, technology makes that work. Um, without it, it'd be pretty tough, you know. It's, uh, we can't get them over here uh, all the time, or they can't be at every tournament that we're at. So, um, yeah, that's definitely the way we do it. So, uh, do you live stream your practices and they can shout at you over the computer? Or how do you... Or was it more no, review, we, review what they did? We would, we would just video and um, either what we've coming up with lately is generally I'll send a video, they would watch and they'd just kind of put some points back. But uh, now I think what's working is having a video then watching it both in real time. Yep. Um, so, yeah, obviously it's a video of a past practice, maybe a day or two old, but we're both there. He's seen it for the first time and uh, getting that reaction. Okay, so and then when we can, sorry. So, so you're, not, you're, not, you're not playing with wireless headphones and getting uh, instructions nah. from halfway around the world? No, uh, <laughs> we don't go too crazy with it. I mean, it works. So, yeah, and then when we can, we, we spend as much time as possible on the sand uh, in person. Uh, and how much gym work do you do? Is, is that, uh, and obviously you've probably been having to do quite a bit since you've been in, in lockdown, but during your normal training regime, is it all on the sand or, do you, or, or is it gym work as well that, that's, that, that you do? No, there's definitely gym work. Um, and I mean, this lockdown period has actually been um, interesting because I haven't been able to um, go uh, yeah, to the gym and, and lift heavy weights. So uh, I, at the moment, I'm, I'm working with uh, my trainer, who's, who's actually a good friend of mine, um, and developing more body weight stuff, uh, which is kind of highlighted from the coronavirus and, and staying at home. And I felt that it's been really good for me. Um, yeah, so I mean, I've had times where I've kind of even almost injured myself in the gym, um, trying to trying to lift too heavy, being being young and not so smart. So um, yeah, a lot of a lot of body weight stuff now, uh, but definitely definitely a lot of time in the gym, but a lot more of it now is kind of mobility and making sure I'm, I'm able to play. That's interesting because so you've not gone down the route of some of the 
some of the rugby players who are lifting gas bottles for the, from the barbecue or um, we see yeah. lifting uh, sort of rice cookers or things like this. You haven't tried to, you, no novel kind of weight. No, it doesn't really work so much for us. Um, you kind of have to be, yeah, we're not kind of smashing into people. Um, you want to be pretty quick and change direction and then jump. So, I mean, the jumping's a, a big one, but uh, yeah, I mean, staying healthy for me is, is super key. Um, and so you, you've, you've obviously you're not alone in your bubble because you, you, you say you're in, you're in your uncle's um, place there and actually your cousin's drum kit. How have, uh, um, but how have you managed to, have you, have you coped in lockdown? Has it, has it been okay? I mean, you say you've been doing body weights, but um, I guess yeah, going out um, for runs on the beach maybe? Or Yeah, yeah. So we were pretty close to the beach um, and I was there with my fiance who she played uh, indoor volleyball so she has she's a bit of skill so um, I was pretty active during lockdown I actually had a bunch of work to do which I, I did at home um, so I, I was busy on that front each day I would do kind of 30 minutes of like ball skills uh, and then would go um, down to the beach um, do a little bit more uh, kind of running around and, and stuff and uh and then yoga and uh, and gym, so it was, it was pretty pretty full days to be honest. Um, I kind of would have liked some time to relax a little bit more, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's how it is. It was good. It was good. Um, oh, it sounds it sounds great. Is that you? Yeah, that, you, that, uh, that your fiance also um, can play. Because I say Olivia was uh, on on the farm and she yeah she had no one that she could even pass or just uh, yeah. or, or do any any ball skills with. Um, she did talk about training her her nephews, but they all sounded pretty young. Um, so what what does the future look like? I mean, you've got the you, you, you've obviously you, you got to round three of the Olympic qualifier, um, but uh, uh, for the it looks like international travel is going to be an issue for the foreseeable future. Um, so will you, are you thinking of sort of national the national tour here or? Yeah, I mean, as I said, it's been an interesting situation for for Ben and I. Um, I was meant to be in Germany for the next like kind of three four months in the summer uh, with my coach over there and playing on the on the German tour, so I, I would have had to take most of the international season uh, out because Ben was out and there weren't other players travelling that I could have played with here in New Zealand, uh, so I would have played the national tour in, in Germany. But now that that's all being canned, um, I guess we're like everybody else. We're just kind of waiting, uh, seeing what what's going to happen. Um, Ben still a little up in the air what, what, uh, when, what his timeline is going to be back um, he's still working with his surgeon uh, at the moment so yeah I mean it's a waiting game and as soon as as soon as we know then we can start making a plan but I mean, at the moment there's no point getting super hung up on it we're just trying to stay healthy um, mentally ready I guess um, I mean it's, it's even kind of an advantage for us in New Zealand that everybody's being put out um, because it kind of gives us an edge because, I mean, we kind of do it uh, with uh, maybe on the, like, I don't know, I wouldn't know how to say it, but on the back foot a little bit, you know, like our planning isn't for four years in advance. We uh, we kind of plan uh, kind of one year at a time uh, is what we kind of have to do. So it, it kind of evens the playing field a little bit. Okay, yeah, because the, uh, yeah, so it is, it, obviously it is an Olympic sport, uh, and and it's, yeah, you're, you're talking about that that four-year um, cycle. If I look at some, yeah, if I look at look at your well, again, this list isn't perhaps fully up to date, but this is the uh, um, oops. Um, but yeah, you, last year you were playing with um, with Tim quite a bit. 
Um, mm. The year before that, so back in 2018, a bit with Watto, a bit with your brother, a bit with um, uh, Harini, uh, who yeah. was also in 2017. So yeah, you say it has been. Yeah, you, you you've been planning planning in one year blocks up until perhaps this last. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's definitely. I guess it comes down to a bit of a funding issue mm-hmm. when you when you can't. You, I mean, you we put a plan in place of, of kind of what we want to do, but it's it's pretty hard to put steps there when we're like okay uh, because each year we each year we kind of need to go out and, and see what what's around and, and then put a budget behind it um i mean like the the goal is there but the really planned out details they have to wait things change all the time um yeah definitely the olympics is is there and uh definitely a, a goal for us for sure i think um we have four players and probably six in new zealand and the guys that are that are very competitive it's just about how that lead-ups going to look like, um, which, I mean, it hadn't been planned for us, uh, where there's a lot of teams we're competing against. It would have been planned. So now everyone's up in the air. It, uh, it does even it out. Uh, and then beyond the Olympics, there's the Commonwealth Games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that are, that are going on, for sure. And also, and that's, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because the... The Commonwealth Games will be a year after the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's is the Commonwealth Games is on a is on an even year. It's normally be a two year gap. Yes, so that's yeah. Quick, so that's a, that, that, that's quite a quick turnaround. As you say, the qualifier that you did with um, with Mike was supposed to be earlier in the year in Fiji, I think it was, or some other, but mm-hmm. the, but that had already got moved because of the measles. Um, so yeah, it has been a very disrupted one, as you say, for all the teams down here in Southeast Asia in particular, because that mm-hmm. qualifier also um, got moved. Um, as well, and all the Chinese events that were were kind of the first ones called off, which was that yeah. would be was because that's where the qualif- the the next stage qualifying was due to be, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's you you kind of take it, and and beach volleyball as a sport has, uh, especially in this part of the world, um, things are laid and 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 changes all the time. So um, you have to you have to kind of wait and see, and um, yeah, just be ready. Uh, to be honest, um, plan as much as you can um, and adapt. We have to. It's pretty, pretty simple. Yeah. And just for people who who aren't, I found volleyball the way that the beach volleyball qualification works. Um, it's not necessarily around the actual pair that get the the pair earn a place for the country in mm. the next stage. So it can be totally different sets of pairs. I mean, the pair might not even play together at, yeah. um, when they reach the Olympics, just because of injuries or. Who is uh, etc. So, yeah, it is. You don't have to worry about the fact that oh, because Ben was injured for the first qualifier, I can't play with him again. It doesn't. It, which which is kind of no, useful no. in that kind of sense. Yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, yeah, you need to know this stuff. I uh, just try to focus on winning games, and then hopefully that's enough because that's all I can do. You know, I hate getting involved in the politics, but uh, you are right. Uh, at the end of the day, it, it does come down to uh, for us in New Zealand. Uh, there's a selection criteria, and uh, but yeah, Ben is available, as are uh, a couple other guys around. So there are some things in place that uh, we need to tick off getting there. Um, so that's that's why it's important to know. But um, yeah, as long as we can get on the on the stand and, and play, then should be all right. Yeah, that's, yeah. So there's this, this, this six of you guys. So there's a, there's, a, there's a pool, so you can afford. Yeah. The, Ford's not a nice way to put it, but yeah, there's there's backup there in case somebody does get yep. injured. If it was just literally the two of you, 
then the pressure would be much more and be much harder to do. Um, cool. Yeah. The, sorry? No, no, it, it is. It's, it's great doing it. I mean, uh, with a bunch of people, you, you push each other harder, especially if we're, we're here, you know, and there's only one team. Uh, it's kind of hard to test yourself all the time. If you're amongst guys of a similar level that are pushing you, um, everybody's getting better. So, yeah, it definitely is a blessing. Um, there's not a whole lot of people playing beach volleyball here in New Zealand, but we're lucky enough to have a small group of very talented players. So, uh, yeah, definitely help. We, we've, we've vaguely touched on it um, very, very briefly because, um, but as you say, the, what was you, your brother, Mike, and others are, are based in Tarong, and Tarong is a, is a kind of the unofficial kind of um, training base or home base for you guys. Uh, there isn't any, uh, Volleyball New Zealand doesn't have like a training camp there or coaches based there. As you say, your coaches are in, are in your coach in Germany, but that's a self-sourced yes. The support from from New Zealand volleyball is is minimal. Um, now this isn't a not 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 a slight on them. It's just that they just don't have yeah. the funding. Yeah, 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 to provide that. So it is a whilst you have that kind of training group, it is a it's a very loose, um, personally organised kind of thing, isn't it? It is. I mean, it, it's uh, if you want to play beach volleyball in New Zealand, you kind of have to realise you've got to do it yourself. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty simple, and that goes down to like buying your own balls. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's um, yeah, and I don't think a lot of people realize, um, but that's just what it is. I mean, uh, it's I from guess, when I started playing on playing, Sunday, so. you don't have to buy shoes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably why we, uh, it's, it's a small equipment list, it is. Um, but uh, yeah, it definitely hurts when you lose a ball or two, uh, traveling around. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the game has evolved. It's, it's started, and I think the perception is that it is uh, it's a fun game and um, and social, and it still is in a lot of cases. But uh, it definitely has turned into a much more professional sport. Um, so it, it is it it can be tough to keep up at times. But at the end of the day, it's it's just getting out on the sand, which we have some of the best beaches in the world. Um, and just putting time in and having good guidance, which we have as well. So it's uh, there's a lot of small things in a high-performance sport, I'm sure you know, that uh, that help an athlete on the day win. Um, but the big things um, we have, uh, yeah, as anyone else does, um, and the opportunity, so yeah. Sorry, so you, you, okay, so you actually have to buy your own balls. Um, you, you don't have a sponsor to, 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 to cover that like some like rebel sport or something says hey here's 50 balls for the year or anything um, like that or no nah, so we, we buy them directly off uh, Bollywood New Zealand yeah so I just paid the invoice a couple of days ago actually um, <laughs> yeah I mean we yeah it's, it's, it's a funny thing with sponsorship we have some good sponsors for sure um, but it's how much time you spend going out and looking for sponsors and and it is a small sport here in New Zealand, so we have to be kind of smart in, in what we uh, what we can offer and, and and how much time we put into it versus the return that we get. Um, so that's kind of my brother and I. Our take on it recently has just been like we have the ability to do a lot ourselves, and we don't want to rely on other people. You know, to go try and sell ourselves. Um, we'd rather just. If we can, we have the means, you know, to to fund um, a lot of it ourselves with with help for sure from 
from our sponsors. We're like, yeah, do it ourselves, we're relying on other people. We're like, yeah, we'll try to do it ourselves. Well, I mean, congratulations on having the successful business um, there. So you, you've, you don't need any more work at the moment because, yeah, so being busy in that business and having that income uh, gives you that, gives you a bit of uh, freedom, which, which sounds fantastic. Talking to, um, so Olivia, for example, I think she has been helping with some of the Wheat Bix triathlon events. Um, mm-hmm. For example, I think I'm talking to Julia later. I think looking at her CV footer again, uh, sorry, not CV footer, um, email footer again. She's someone mm. who, who seems to so yeah, having that flexibility, having a job that you can gives you that freedom is a, is has got to be a wonderful a wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, totally. We've all a uh, bunch of us have been through that Weebix um, mold actually. So so one of the coaches uh, and a very good player in his day. Um, is one of the top guys at uh, at Weebix. Oh, he has a contract to run run the events. So, yeah, I mean, I've worked a little bit in that. What he's what he's done it. Um, Julia uh, came on and, and has uh, has made it a full time job, and and she's able to work from home. And yeah, I mean, it's 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 what it is. You know, like small community, everybody kind of helps out each other, and um, that's that's kind of how we're able to to compete. I think as well. So you go, folks, eat wheat bix to help uh, help, uh, yeah, <laughs> help have all these events. Telling kids to eat their wheat bix. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Um, thank you very much. Uh, any any other kind of things you'd like to, or any stories, or uh, so? Get yeah, any any stories from tour that are kind of fun um, about uh, sort of with Julia was talking about sort of breaking down in Cambodia and having to find someone to fix the car in a language they can't speak about. Any other kind of any kind of situations you've had like that where you've sort of been stuck in the middle of nowhere and uh, and, and um, oh man I I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty um, I, I yeah actually one with Wadi so uh, I'll, I'll try and make it as quick as possible but um, we were in Germany uh, we were there the summer and we were playing on the German tour and we were playing uh, international tournaments where we could get entry points. But uh, we there's a tournament in Poland, and uh, it was coming up in a couple of days' time, and we didn't have enough entry points to enter the tournament, so it wasn't on our radar. Um, and at the time, I was um, I was seeing a, a girl from Australia that was at uh, she was playing that tournament, and um, she was kind of messaging me, oh hey, like this team hasn't turned up, this team hasn't turned up. So Mike and I are sitting there, and we're in Hamburg, and uh, we're like, ah, oh, maybe we we have a chance at playing this tournament and then the day before the tournament uh we realized there's a good chance that uh that we can enter so it was like five o'clock at night we went to the rental car company and uh got a car and drove through the night i think it was 10 or 11 hours i drove the first half and um, slept in the, uh, he slept in the back then we swapped over we got there and we were able to we made the draw uh and then we ended up playing australia um, and the first round was pretty funny because my Australian girlfriend at the time got us there and then we were playing her like compatriots and um, so we played and we beat them um, big game and uh, yeah we were stoked and uh, and they were gutted and then I went to find my partner we had, a, we had one more game to to get into the main draw so we were in the qualification tournament so we had one more game against Germany and I had to go I couldn't find him and I, I finally did he was sleeping under a tree <laughs> and uh, so I woke him up, and we went and warmed up, and we we got pumped by this uh, this German team, um, and then they ended up going through, and they won the whole tournament. Um, so it's a 
yeah so it was it, i mean a good story that comes to mind um but that yeah definitely definitely i've done things um at, at some points i mean when it when you don't have uh a lot of staff and and people kind of planning planning things for you and it kind of it does fall on your own back um there are moments where that stuff can happen so uh and and yeah it, it's happened a bunch to us but generally we are a bit better organized than that but uh yeah it was it was one of those moments but that's so no, that's also a great a great lesson for anyone who fancies being a a professional sports person look it's not all five-star hotels uh, and business class flights sometimes if you want to get those because you'll have got extra points from winning that first round yeah um uh, now you probably were playing on adrenaline after having after driving all night. Let's be honest; it's not. We were talking about perfect preparation. Um, your hydration, your fueling. <laughs> yeah, hardly perfect. So it's not surprising. Um, that's what that's what I mean. It's like, yeah, it's, uh, you, um, by the end of the day, we're on the court. Like it shows. Like yeah, we didn't we didn't sleep that night, but um, like we're still there to play. And it's then. Right there, that's not uh, that's not how you want to define a career, or that you're not going to be consistent doing that. Um, but when you're there, you still have a chance. You still have a chance to win. But uh, yeah, as you say, it is. But also, if if, if, you, if you're prepared to, someone else will go. Actually, not guys. We won't be we won't be in optimal conditions. So there's no point in going to that tournament. But by doing that, you've got yourself an extra ten points, which means the next tournament, you might get a slightly better draw, or you might get entry into a tournament that, that, that if you hadn't driven there, you wouldn't do. So it's about yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that having the yeah being willing to go the extra mile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to back yourself. As soon as you're on the court, it doesn't matter what anything, whatever's happened before that, doesn't matter. Like you're there to play. So uh, cool. Yeah, and you go hard. Whatever happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, beach volleyball as a sport, I've always loved it because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we have a good community here in New Zealand, but then worldwide, I mean, the community is, is awesome too. I mean, we're not like footballers or NBA players. No one's making like crazy, crazy money. So everybody is very welcoming. So, I mean, we have friends all over the world and, um, hey, we're coming to Germany. Like, uh, what's happening here? And everybody's so welcoming. Um, so, I mean, in, in that matter of fact, and that's kind of goes along with the Kiwi culture as well, is that's how, how we are as Kiwis. So... And that fact, it is, a, it is a really cool sport to play. Um, and I'll have many friends from uh, my career uh, that I'll keep in touch with and have for the rest of my life um, and all over the world. So that's pretty invaluable. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, so it's thank been you. an absolute, absolute pleasure talking to you. Um, uh, everyone, if you want to get involved in volleyball, obviously if you're in, if you're, if you're in uh, Tauranga, there's that Tuesday nights thing. Uh, Mike uh, also runs... The training courses uh, just check out the volleyball new zealand website they'll be uh, show you how you get in, in involved uh it's, mm. it's a great community uh there please do like the page uh the facebook page for new zealand sport radio and also if you prefer to listen as i say subscribe to the podcast it's available on itunes spotify iHeartRadio. radio just search for um, new zealand sports radio uh if you've enjoyed this interview then i've already talked to um, uh, Fra um, uh, Francesca Kerwin, um, Olivia McDonald, Mike Watson, who are all international beach volleyball players. I've also got um, Julia Tilly lined up as well. So go back and search for those. They're all on the long, the long sports. Oh, sorry, the long sports, the long talk <laughs> show. Um, thank you very much. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.